Hey everyone, Double G from the Fight Game Podcast and Fight Game Media. We're doing a $25 Amazon gift card giveaway. The way to enter is to rate and review us five stars on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. How do you do that? Take a screenshot and send that screenshot to gg at fightgamemedia.com. We'll keep this going for two weeks. At the end of the two weeks, we'll choose a winner via random and email that winner. Unfortunately, because of how this stuff generally works, we can only do this for U.S. residents. We're very sorry about that. Make sure you also subscribe or follow our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. This also helps us out a ton. Thank you very much. Now, on to the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome to In the Clinch, the MMA podcast on the Fight Game Media Network. It's our first show of 2022. So it's me, Paul Fontaine, alongside, as always, Ryan J. Frederick. And Ryan, you just flew in from Green Bay, and boy, are your arms tired. Uh, <laughs> oh, I get it now. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, yeah. the joke went over my head head because I think I still I'm still warming up a little bit and still recovering. That joke's am, older than me. Yeah, because I am I am worn out too. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool though. I mean, you get to go. Do you? I'm assuming you didn't go last year, so that's your first time in two years, I guess, to a Packers game. Uh, it's it's only my second time ever. I went uh, like oh, I can't remember. I think it was 2015. You know, you know. Oh, was so. it that long ago? Wow. Yeah, I do remember you going. I for some reason I thought you did it every year. No, no, no. It's just this was actually, and this one was just random because as as we talked about last week, my birthday was last Monday, and my dad. That my yeah. dad gave me a surprise ticket on Tuesday, and I have some airline vouchers from COVID that you know needed to get used. So yeah, I was able to work. Oh wow, work out a quick quick three day weekend out there, and and awesome. you know, got to. I mean, it helps. It helps with you know there being there being eighteen weeks of the NFL season because usually week seventeen, you know, you know, especially yeah. like a, t- a team like the Packers who have clinched up clinched up a playoff spot, you know, they're they're resting their starters and it works out. Because there's no there was no UFC, so I didn't have to worry about staying home, and it just the timing worked out. So, so it's just like you know, might as well. <laughs> so, had myself an enjoyable yeah, no, weekend. That, yeah, I was really happy for you when when I saw that, and because uh, I know you know how big of a fan you are, and really cool to be you know to go to the <laughs> the frozen tundra, which it definitely was last night. Oh, I yeah. watched. <laughs> um, I watched uh, uh, some of the game, and uh, I mean it was a big game. Like the Packers uh, clinched. The uh, number one seed, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. For their division. I don't know. Not for, for the, the NFC, con- right? For the they, conference. Oh, they got it for the whole conference. Okay, yeah. so next week. Yeah, because that's where they're asking Aaron Rodgers after, are you going to play next week? And uh, he said, like, he, he thinks he probably will, but maybe not for too long. He, but he, he also said, like, I don't even really want to practice ever. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I thought it was kind of funny. I watched a bit of the postgame uh, presser. And, uh, you know, it's, yeah, that's how bored I was this week. I was watching the NFL. I was watching, like, there's nothing. The World Junior Championships got canceled because of COVID. That's what I'd have been doing all weekend, watching that. But, uh, unfortunately... 
that's yeah. not happening. Yeah, get, did my yeah. thing. Hockey's hockey is back though. Yeah, did yeah, my sorry. thing. Flew up, flew up Friday afternoon. Checked in the hotel. Kind of went to the local bar and ate and watched some college foot college football. You know, I didn't want to be out too yeah. be out too much. I had you know I had some stuff to do, but then Saturday Saturday did the you know Packers Hall of Fame. I mean, I've been there been there once before, but you know you can you can never go to those things more. You know, you know once is never enough yeah. going to those things especially especially if you know you only have limited days and it's not like i mean honestly there's not much to do in green bay green bay yep. uh, but uh yeah and then watch more college football and hung out in my hotel and then sunday sunday just hung out in the hotel and watch football uh, football because i didn't want to leave because i knew what i was dreading luckily luckily i was staying <laughs> at the lodge kohler which if anybody knows knows green bay and you know in that area like that's that's the hotel that's literally you know, in the parking lot of the of the stadium, you know, you just walk right across the street, street near there. So it was just perfect. Everything was just perfect. So great weekend. They um they they the night before in St. Louis, which isn't terribly far from Green Bay, they had um, the NHL Outdoor Classic, and it was the coldest sporting event, uh, professional sporting event that's ever happened in North America. Um, I think I think it was minus nine without the wind chill, um, maybe like minus 20 with the wind chill, and those players were playing in that. It was crazy. They had to heat up the ice. They were talking about it. So like you, you never, yeah. So that you had heaters under the ice to prevent it from being too cold and being all chippy when the players were skating. So, um, yeah. And the players, like they had, you know, their facial hair was all white from the, the frost. It was, uh, it was something else to watch, but it was a really good game. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So there, yeah, that's, uh, that's our football talk. And, uh, we, as, uh, as you know, and you kind of mentioned it, I mean, there's no, there's no UFC to review for this week. I mean, there was a rise show, but neither one of us watched it. Um, and, uh, and then there's nothing coming up really. So, uh, we got something special planned for this week and we'll, we'll get into our news later and there's really not much of that either, but, um, the um we've got uh we've got a fun idea that ryan came up with and uh ryan uh why don't you explain this and we're, we're, we'll do this problem maybe again next week but whenever there's like an off week we're going to come back to this until we're finished but we're going to start this week so tonight we're going to kick off the first two rounds of what i call the in the clinch 2022 global mma draft so so what this is, think like you're playing Madden or NHL video game or MLB the show or whatever you want to do. And you go to that franchise button and you just and you pick a team, but you hit that button that says fantasy draft and every and everybody in the league is available for you to pick. For you to pick. This is basically this is basically that idea. Me and Paul have been put in charge of two MMA promotions and we're going to pick what fighters we would build that that build our promotion around and we're going to do it by weight class weight class it's a little bit more organized structured by weight class and because we're doing a certain amount of picks in each weight class we don't have to we don't have to go through the mumble jumbo of like oh i gotta make sure i have you know i've picked this many or have i picked this many pick you know this week because it's going to be like we, like we said it's going to be jumbled over a few over a few shows we got some special bonus shows coming up for post pay-per-view so this will kind of fill up fill up some slots slots on our show when we're looking for something to do something to do so the rules of it the rules of it is we're going to go by weight class every fighter and every promotion ufc 
Bellator, PFL, One, Ryzen, Invicta, whatever, whatever. Any, if you're a fighter, you're available. Those who have announced their retirements are coming out of retirement for this. For this, as long as they're forty year, as long as they're under the age of, as long as they're forty or younger, as of January first of this year. So, you know, guys like Daniel Cormier. Michael Bisping, they're still retired. But guys like Habib Nurmagomedov, Henry Cejudo, George St. Pierre, those types of those types, they're available. They're available to be dra- to be drafted. Just to kind of add a little bit of fun fun to this, you know, just but just think of them as like you're getting them for one fight only. So maybe maybe that changes your draft strategy of how how it is. And fighters will be available to be selected in any weight class that they fought in within the last five years since January 1st, 2017. So somebody like Max Holloway, you could select him, you know, when featherweight comes up or lightweight comes up, it's your, it's your choice. You can, you know, whatever you want to do be like, if you want to be like, Oh, I'm going to pick Max Holloway as a lightweight because I can use him two weight classes. That doesn't, that doesn't matter. You do what you do, what you want on that end, that end. But, you know, just know that, mm. that if lightweight comes before featherweight, featherweight, because what I did is I did a randomizer to determine which weight classes we're do we're doing to kind of just keep it fair, keep it fair. And, you know, okay. me and Paul, me and Paul, all both know uh, we worked this out ahead of time to to you know that way i we both know what we're doing so yeah anybody you know any weight class any weight class and any, anybody under the age of 40 40 or younger is available to draft so i think that's pretty much so we can't and so just to be clear then we can't draft fighters that are over 40 even if they are active if they are active you can i'm just talking about just retired. okay, okay. If they've announced the retirement okay. gotcha. retirement yep. and they're four, okay. and they're above the age of 40 let them you know let them enjoy their retirement so so okay fair yeah, enough I and think- uh, and again again so we're and and just so the listeners know what kind of the goal is we're just trying to build a promotion that is going to have you know whatever our goals are they could be to have the best fights it could be to make the most money to like draw you know have the biggest draws uh whatever you want like and you know you're obviously taking a chance because you don't know if the fights are going to be good you don't know if the person's going to draw but you know you kind of probably want the combination of both i would think right Right, right. It's just it's a matter okay. of putting on the best events you can po- possibly put with your roster gotcha. fighter. Roster fighters, just like okay, just like if you're playing Madden, you're trying to put a, put together your best roster. Best, best roster is like oh first oh I got you know the first pick of the first round oh I could take Aaron or Aaron Rodgers right there. But when you know you get the last pick of the second round, it's like okay, what do I go there? Do I go running back? You know what? You know you're just trying to build your build your best team, as as they say. Maybe when we're when we're done, we can put together, uh, you know, like a, a, a some cards of ours, and we can let our listeners decide. Okay, which card would you watch? Which you know, which card do you think would have the best fights? Right. You know, we um, do, we that might be that. fun. You yeah, know, a little, little bit of fun. Something. A little like bit that. of fun stuff. You know, yeah. you know, you know. There's sure. only there's only so many old fights and you know old stuff you could talk yeah. about. Talk about you know, especially on these weeks where there's you know nothing yeah. to review and nothing to talk about. Yeah. Like we're sitting no, this there. is a we're sitting there both trying to brainstorm brainstorm an idea of what do we what do we do this week what do we do this week so this is a little fun exercise sure so we're doing uh, we're doing welterweights first right we're doing welterweights first you know very stacked division so that was that was the first one that came up whenever i did hit the randomizer okay all right um so uh i guess um 
how, how are we going to get get going then? Well, are we going to do I random? Did, or I did, a, I did a flip the coin for, for this, for okay. the welterweights, and you came up first. So you have first pick, and it's just back and forth on the, on the welterweights. Okay. All right. So my first pick. God, this is tough. Uh, Kamara Usman's a UFC champion. Um, there's not much... You know, I mean, I don't think I'm going with anybody outside of UFC. Uh, Then do I want somebody that's going to have a long career ahead of them? And man, Uh, you know what? I mean, I might as well just go with the obvious pick and take Kamara Usman. Yeah. Good. Good choice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, My first pick. How old is GSP? GSP is 40, but he fought middleweight last. He has not fought as welterweight since, since okay. uh, what, 20, 2012 or 2014, whichever. Okay, so he's going to be he's gonna be in the middleweight. He's going to be in the middleweight. So, okay, yeah, yeah. So Okay. All right. All right. Uh, my first pick, uh, I kind of figured you were, with you having the first pick, you were going to Usman, so I had a t- Oh, are we doing snake or are we just doing back, 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 and foot, back, back to back? Back to back, back to back is more to me is more fair is more fair of an idea, you know, just because absolutely, you know, it yeah, just be, I agree. It would just be one and then two and then two and then two more. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna go with Jorge Masvidal. Uh, big draw, mm. big draw. Uh, we'll get you. We'll get you. Know, we'll sell tickets. Sell tickets. Sell pay per views. You know. You know whether he could be a champion or not. Just kind of depends on the matchups. But but you know I want to. My first guy up up in this division. I want somebody who's going to get me fans. And so I'm going Masvidal. All right. Uh, well, then I am going to go with a guy who I think may be the, uh, the next UFC welterweight champion, and that is Kamzat Chemaev for my second pick. All right. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Sorry. I'm, I'm just, if you, if y'all hear a delay from he's, me, it's he's writing I'm, everything down. I'm and we're going to do, and we're going to do, and we're going to do eight picks. Uh, and then when we're done this and if we have time, which we will, uh, we're going to do, um, we're, we're going to do heavyweights. Yeah. Next. Okay. All right. Uh, for my next pick, I have to go Colby Covington. I mean, you got another, another guy who's going to get, but you get another guy who's going to get butts in the seats and going to draw, draw eyeballs, eyeballs. You can, you know, you know, he's a very, you know, great fighter on top of that, you know, you know, say what you will about his personality, personality, but he's a great fighter and, you know, you can main event him, him on anything. So yeah, Covington. Crap. I, that was going to be my pick as you can probably tell by my reaction. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I am going to go with, um, looking over these, the stacked welterweight division. Okay. I'm going with another undefeated fighter who I think is up and coming and is going to be the next big thing in welterweight after Comzat, And that's Sean Brady. Yeah. Great pick. Yeah. So I'm going for, I'm going for future okay. here. As you can tell from my first two picks, I'm thinking business and drawing eyes and all that. So no, 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 don't do so it. So for my don't third do pick, I don't have to do it. Nathan Diaz, Nate Diaz. Okay. Nate Diaz, another yeah. another guy who's going to get you get your eyeballs, going to get your eyeballs, going to get get your attention. Okay, so I got a couple really good fighters uh, so far, and I've also got a guy that is going to be a champion, but I need to sell some tickets. So I'm going with Connor. Yeah, 
Yeah. Conor McGregor. Yeah. yeah. Which takes Don't. him which takes him out of the lightweight, which is probably a good idea because lightweight is lightweight, you know, with the fact that we only have eight picks and lightweight's deep, you know, that's I mean, I had I had Connor on my welter on my welterweight list list here. I wasn't sure if you if you were gonna sniff that out, but yeah, you made a great pick there. So, yeah, no, I that's who I thought you were going with when you picked Diaz. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad I, I'm glad he I'm glad I mean, he fell to me. My my draft strategy was was you know Connor a little bit later. So but yeah, good good pick okay. Paul, good pick Paul. Uh, All right. So remind, you, so where you're doing? Are we, is this the third one now? Uh, this is our fourth. That was your fourth pick. So. That was my fourth pick. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so all right. I'm yeah. going okay. to uh, my next pick. I'm going to go somebody who, if I want to go international, international specifically to England, you know, he oh, will no. probably be a good, you know, a good and exciting fighter. Uh, Michael Venom Page. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I was looking at him. I thought I thought I might get him at like six or seven, um, but unfortunately not. Um, okay. So before I do my pick, we're gonna keep everyone on their toes. I just gotta I gotta run something down here. Just take care of a little business. Um, and yeah, we'll get back to the draft. But I want to tell you about what we're doing for our uh, our bonus Patreon show in January. Now we've been talking about that for a little while, and Ryan even brought it up. So after UFC 270, we're gonna have a same night uh, post show. So it'll be on the Patreon. We'll be recording it right after the pay per view. Uh, depending on how quickly we get it up, it'll either be available for you that night or first thing the next morning. And you'll get our instant reactions. You know, hopefully, maybe we'll have the press conference in the background. We might get some notes. And we're probably going to do this every month. Uh, you know, for the pay-per-views and some, you know, the odd time Ryan's going to be at the show. So we may even get some stuff live from the press conference. Um, and on those shows too, we might even have, I might try to line up a special guest. We'll do that occasionally. Like, you know, we, we've got friends in media, we've got friends that are fighters. So, you know, if we can line up somebody to come join us on a post show, and it's kind of tough because it's like one o'clock on the East coast when these things end usually. So not everyone's going to be up, but we will try to line up somebody and we're going to start that this week, this month. So it's uh Jen January 23rd, uh, well, 22nd, 23rd, 23rd is a Sunday, I believe. Um, so that'll be on the Fight Game Media Network Plus, which is our Patreon. So if you're not already subscribed to that, it's five bucks a month and you get um, you get our show or well, you get our bonus shows. You also get bonus shows for all the other shows in the free feed, as well as the regular weekly shows. Um, you know, we got the Dynamite show. We've got um, Write That Down, I believe. I think that's on the... Uh, no, it's high tension, I believe, is on the Patreon, um, as well as the uh, the Brace for Impact, the full show, uh, and uh, John LaRocca and Garrett Gonzalez reviewing 1998 Raw now. So that's all that for five bucks a month on the Fight Game Media Patreon Plus. And again, our show, we will have the UFC 270 post-game show on, uh, on uh, January 23rd. So look out for that. So back to the draft. We've picked four welterweights each so there's eight of them are gone and it's up to me to make my fifth pick and now you know it's time for a little bit of strategy you went with a bellator fighter um you know what i'm not sure i want to go with a bellator fighter or somebody else just just yet i think what i'm gonna go with is uh i think this is an off-ball pick uh shavkat rachmanov Okay. He's a guy that's won his first two UFC fights, both by stoppage. Got a fight coming up in uh, just over a month. And I think he's he's due for a big year. 
All right. All right. That was a good one. Um, I'm going to go my next pick, uh, you know, top welterweight in the UFC right now. You know, one of the top welterweights, guy you can main event, event with, guy who has some heat with, you know, a few of our other fighters. Also, another guy from England, which you can do an England versus England match. I'm going to go Leon Edwards. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. All right. Um, so I, I'm going to go back to trying to, you know, sell some tickets with a big name. Uh, this is a guy who has headline shows before kind of, you know, and rough. I think he's lost a couple in a row right now, but he's still, you know, he's much younger than his years. He still qualifies. I'm going with Wonderboy Thompson, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson for my sixth pick. Good one, good one, good one, good one. Uh, I'm going to go back to another exciting fighter who you can headline with shows. Shows and a guy who's won a lot lately. Uh, I'm going Vicente oh, Luque no. next. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so I am going to go outside of the UFC for my next pick. And I'm going with a guy who is, I don't know, is he, I don't know if he's a welterweight champion right now. If he's not, he probably will be soon. Uh, Yaroslav Amosov from Bellator, 26-0. He is. He's the welterweight champion? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's my pick. Not going to sell a bunch of tickets, but he's going to have some great fights. All right. Now, here's where we get into the meat of of all this craziness because we only, each only have two picks left. And the lists, especially at welterweight, is deep. Deep as heck. Yep. Uh, so... I will be going with, uh, you know what? He's consistent. He fights a lot. He can headline shows. Uh, Neil Magny. Mm. Okay. Wow. All right. That's not where I thought you were going. Um, yeah, he was at the, uh, he, he was, um, I think he headline. no, he was co-main on the second, the first UFC show I ever was credentialed at, Neil Magny. Um, so yeah, I think he fought, um, Damian Maya in Saskatoon, if I'm not, if I'm not wrong about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, who I'm going with who I thought you were going to go with on that pick and it's, um, Bilal Muhammad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's on a, quite the role right now. Uh, what's he, I think he's won, well, he's won four in a row. He's got the no contest in there. Six and one his last three years. Yeah, I like I like Bilal. I think he might be ranked. I'm not sure. I can't remember. <laughs> I think he's top five now, actually. So, yeah, yeah. top six in the world on on uh, Fight Matrix. Yeah. All right. Uh, my strategy worked out for my eighth pick, and this is kind of why I limited it, limited it to eight because of this you know this kind of you got to go outside the bo- outside the box, and then you're going to look at the list of people who are available if anybody else wants to jump in. But uh, anyway, uh, my last and final pick for welterweights, I want somebody who's going to have exciting fights, who's going to bring some craziness and all that. So I'm going Michelle Pajara. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I, it's funny because I was looking at him. Now, is that your last pick? That was, those were our last or picks. Those are our last picks. Oh, okay. Okay. Shoot. I, I timed it wrong because I had somebody I thought I was saving. Okay. Um, okay. So who, uh, yeah. So who do you, so run down our, uh, run, our list. Run down. Now. Okay. Uh, for Paul's uh, welterweight roster, he's going to have Kamaru Usman, Kamzat Chamaev, 
Sean Brady, Conor McGregor, Shavkat Rachmanov, Stephen Thompson, Yaroslav Amasov, and Bilal Muhammad. For my team, I'm going to have Jorge Masvidal, Colby Covington, Nate Diaz, Michael Page, Leon Edwards, Vicente Luque, Neil Magny, and Michelle Pajera. All right. So for people, some of the guys we didn't pick, uh, Gilbert Burns. Yeah. Um, Michael Chiesa didn't get picked. Uh, yeah, if we really wanted to go off the board, Ray Cooper, the third, who I yeah. think has won yeah. like three, three straight PFL things. Um, Douglas Lima, you know, Bellator fighter, uh, yeah, Damian Mai, I guess we could have gone with Tyron Woodley would be a wasted pick, but we could have gone and Jeff Neal, who you, yeah. you know, had tagged as a future champion, yeah. uh, didn't, didn't get drafted. Yeah, so I guess that's tough when you only got eight, right? Yeah. A lot of, yeah, leaves, leaves a lot of talent out there, but yeah, but yeah, we're, we're, you know, we. We want to keep our roster small at the moment, so we'll do that. Yep, yep. All right, cool. So we, I guess we're going to go uh, go to heavyweights, heavyweights. And then I guess since I got the first pick, it's going to be you this time? Yep, yep. And my first pick okay. might be a little obvious. Oh, by the way, just so you know, Paul. Oh, John, yeah. Like- John Jones is not is not available as a heavyweight. Because while he has while he has said he's going to heavyweight, he has not fought at heavyweight yet. So therefore, he is still in the light heavyweight pool. So, so that'll keep it that'll keep it interesting if you have that idea. He was not going to be my first pick. First pick. I mean, my first pick. Got to go with the the top guy at heavyweight right now, Francis Naganu. I mean, you know that just he's he's unreal. uh, You know, spectacular. Spectacular. You're gonna you know he's closest thing to Mike Tyson that you're going to get right now in the, you know, in, in a heavyweight MMA and, you know, just, and, you know, he, you know, and to, and to go back to real life a little bit, you know, his situation coming up is going to be very interesting to, interesting to watch, you know, after the Cyril gone fight, what happens with him next. But, uh, but for this, yeah, I got to go with him. Yeah, that's the obvious pick, as you said. Um, so I guess I—I I mean, uh, I, I don't want to really go off the board or anything because I don't want to lose any any obvious ones. So I kind of got to go with Cyril Gone, uh, given that you know he could very well be the UFC heavyweight champion uh, in a couple months, uh, you know, or, or months—not even what less than three weeks away. Yeah. So yeah, Cyril Gone for my number one pick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, those were. Those are the top two, you know. The, those are what are expected. Yeah. Uh, my next gets pick. Interesting. This is where it starts to get interesting because I really am debating a, a few guys here. But, you know, it's again, it's again somebody I want. You know, who's, who's a big fun name. Uh, Derek Lewis. Gotta get. Gotta go mm. with Derek Lewis. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's. Uh... That's that's a good one. Um, you know, just coming off the big win um, over um, Chris Daukas, who, uh, you know, maybe would have been picked here if he would have won. Um, okay, so I'm going to do something similar to what I did on the welterweights, and I'm going to go for a big prospect who I think is going to have a big 2022. And, I, I, and I'm, try, I'm picking him this early because I have a feeling you had him pegged to go a little bit lower, and we're going to try to steal him. Tom Aspinall for my second pick. Okay. I th- I don't think he loses a fight before any of the guys we picked do. Yeah. That's my prediction. Y- you want me to be honest about something? He was my very what? next pick. 
Okay, there so, you go. So you got me on that one. Okay. Okay, good. You got somebody I want, and I'm going to take somebody I know you want. No, don't do it. Be, don't do it. This prick. is going to be. <laughs> you know where I'm going. I want. I want yeah. entertainment. I want some shoeies. Yeah. I'm going tie to Ivasa. Of course you are. Of course you are. You have to. Um, yeah, that's that would have been my next pick if he was still available. Um, so you know what? I will go with someone who I don't think is done yet. Still got a big name. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think before all is said and done, he's going to have a little bit to say in this heavyweight title picture. Um, Stipe Miosic. Yeah. The uh, former UFC champion. Yeah, I I agree with you too. I don't think he, I think he's far from the far from done. It's just I mean I hope he yeah gets active. That's that's my one thing. Yeah, one thing. yeah. He's fought yeah. twice in the last two years. So yeah, yeah. All right, my next pick. Uh, I'm having I'm thinking here, and you know what I want I want a headliner. I want somebody, and I want a legend. I want Fedor. Mm. I want Fedor. Oh wow. That's no, oh, that's off the box, off the books. Fedor, wow, I don't even see him on my list. Um, he's he's actually ranked below Tim Johnson. I don't know how that's possible, but that probably shows you what this ranking I'm looking at is probably worthless. I'm going by the um, ta- yeah, I'm going no. by I'm going by the topology rankings. By the way, for yeah, to- he's actually 15 on Fight Matrix. Wow. So um, I, I think I just missed him. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a really good pick. Um, all right. Uh, so who am I going to go with with my next pick? Um, you know what? I want I want a heavy hitter that you know could pull off an upset and is going to beat almost everybody but our top guys. And real exciting, Yarzen Zero. I can never pronounce it. Rosenstruck. I'm going with yeah, Jarzino Rosenstruck. That's my next yeah, pick. Good, good one. Uh, my next one. Okay. I'm going outside the box here, right here, right now, this early, this early. I'm going this early. I'm pulling somebody out of retirement, and I'm pulling Cain Velasquez out of retirement. Oh, is he not 40? He's 39 years old. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, I mean, you know, as far as pure talent, he might have been arguably the most talented heavyweight we've ever seen. I mean, it's a it's a shame that the injuries caught up to him and all the all the uh, wars he had inside AKA caught up to him, caught up to him because that was a magical career career before his chin went. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he's I'm pulling I'm pulling him back for one fight, one fight, and I'm booking and I'm booking Kane against Fedor. Fedor, Fedor, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. All right. Um, okay. So you know what? I'm gonna you know because we're we're looking at this and we're not we're not worrying about trying to sign these guys. We we have unlimited money and we can give them whatever they want. And uh, we're not we're not Dana White. We're not cheap, and we don't have to pay Endeavor's bills. Um, we can just keep all the money we make and pay the fighters fifty percent and do whatever, just like Jake Paul would. Um, so I'm gonna go with Curtis Blades. Yeah. He's a very good pick. Yeah. He will be he will give you some consistency and all that. So so okay. That uh, was four each now? Uh it's five each. Five, five each. Okay, so we got blowing, three more left. Blowing through the blowing through this a lot faster than faster than I thought, but I mean we're well, it's all good. Uh Okay. My next pick uh, let's see. Uh you know what? He's I'm gonna go with a guy who's a very 
good fighter, good fighter, always at that championship level, always going to, you know, always going to, to, you know, you know, exciting fights. Yes. Sometimes yes. Sometimes no, no, but he's always going to be a tough matchup for anybody. Alexander Volkov. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was I was definitely looking at him and trying to figure out how late, how long, far I could let him fall. Uh, but obviously, he didn't go far enough. Um, okay, so I am going to go, I think, maybe a little bit off the board. But it's a guy that, you know, has uh, picked up first-round finishes in each of his last two fights. Kind of forgot him about him a bit because he hasn't fought in the last two years. But, uh, and hopefully, I'm not... You know, there's not some career-ending injury I don't know about. Uh, but Sergey Pavlovich okay. uh, is going to be my pick. Yeah. Uh, what's going on with him? Why haven't we seen him fight? Uh, He's got I a couple think, canceled fights. I oh, think, it's travel issues, right? I think it's, it's travel issues, you know, visa issues, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about that. So, yeah. So uh, No, there's no COVID in our fantasy world. <laughs> we don't have, all, we don't these guys, all these guys... No, they all live in Winnipeg or, or uh, Dallas. No, they, we're all good. They live wherever they want want to live, but COVID does COVID doesn't exist in the fantasy world, and and visas are okay. rubber stamped are rubber stamped immediately. So perfect, our perfect. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with a young guy, uh, in who's currently in Bellator, uh, Valentin Moldovsky. I was just yeah. I was trying to save him for my eighth pick. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah yeah. I mean he's very good. He's uh, I think he's interim champion right now. About to be in a unification bout. So so yeah, good. Is good, he really good. okay? I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, good young young solid fighter. Yeah, eleven and one. See, the, I'll, I'll tell you the reason. I was looking at him and I was looking at picking him with my fourth pick. And the reason I didn't is because he just he's kind of boring yeah. <laughs> and uh i don't really want a guy that's just gonna uh you know be um you know like putting fans to sleep even though you know he's he's a good fighter and uh you know unless you know kind of like a ryan bader like i don't think i'm picking him at when i when you know heavyweight or light heavyweight just i don't really want any part of ryan bader you can have him <laughs> if you want mm-hmm. um all right so ah oh, man there's not a ton left okay I want a big name that can sell some tickets and maybe even put over, a, you know, some of my younger guys that I got on the roster. Uh, he's been a little busy doing boxing, but I don't think he's officially retired from MMA yet. Uh, Alistair Overeem. Yeah, that's good. I was I was looking at him as a possibility for my seventh or eighth pick. So good seven, good number seven okay. pick. Uh, All right, for my eighth and final pick. Should I go Greg Hardy just to be a little controversial? <laughs> nah, nah. I'm gonna go consistent up and comer, even though he had a little setback. I think he's still got a lot of potential. Uh, Chris Dawkins. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a real good pick. I, I wanted him. I, I thought I'd steal him. I thought you'd forget about him. Um, yeah. So now I, was, I gotta. I was go. actually expecting gotta... you to pick you to pick him before I before I got to him. So so. Okay, so I'm going to go with a guy uh, who – this one is way out the box, but he is a champion. I have no idea why he's not in UFC anymore. Um, you know, like he he won three of his four UFC fights and they cut him. But I think he can sell some tickets internationally. I, I love his look. He's a Canadian guy, uh, but he's also got some uh, Eastern, you know, uh, 
blood in him. Arjan Buller. Okay. Yeah. For my last that's, pick. That's good. That's good. He's the, the uh, one FC, one FC champion. Beat Brandon Vera uh, in May last year. Yeah. I think he'll eventually make his way back to UFC at some point. Yeah. So, yeah. This is Arjan Buller. Some sometimes some of this is thinking outside the box about what you would, what you gotta do. So all right. Yeah. So for our heavyweight rosters, uh, I have. Francis Nagano, Derek Lewis, Ty Tuivasa, Fedor Emelianenko, Kane Velasquez, Alexander Volkov, Valentin Modovsky, and Chris Dawkins. Paul has Cyril Gunn, Tom Aspinall, Stipe Miosic, Jarzinho Rosenstruik, Curtis Blades, Sergei Pavlovich, Alistair Overeem, and Arjen Bueller. So. Uh, you know what? You're selling more pay-per-views than I am. I'll tell you that <laughs> uh, <laughs> with your roster, but I might have better fights. I don't know. Now you're going to have some good fights too. You got some good fighters there. So, um, yeah. yeah you, I, I like your roster. If I was voting, I'd probably go with yours on that one, but I do like my welterweights. So do we want to do one more? We got time. Yeah, we might as well. I think we I think we might have time. What do we, uh, we're, yeah, we got, we're 35 minutes in and we don't, I kind of, like, I was kind of hoping we keep it around an hour, maybe a little bit more, but we have almost nothing else. So yeah, we might as well yeah, do one more. Yeah, let me, let me play with this a little bit. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I mean, uh, if you want, uh, you know what, let's, uh, let's, let's go featherweights. We're going featherweights. Featherweights. Ooh. Featherweights. And you're okay. going to have first pick. And I guess it will it be. You're going to well, have first pick here. Yeah, I'm I yeah, it's Max Holloway. Like I don't I don't even need to think about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would have picked him wherever he was eligible. So, yeah, Max Holloway yeah. is is uh, my my guy. <laughs> my guy. Of, my yeah. guy. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh This is a fun division. Oh god. Uh yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I uh, I was not prepared to do a third third one, so I'm getting all caught up caught up here. Uh, uh, I'm going Volkanovski. Just just really great. Oh, yeah, really great. Well. Really, you know, really great fighter, and you know, just very consistent and everything checks all your boxes. And and I think you know, you know he. I think he can eventually be a a good sized draw, you know. Especially, you know. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a bad pick. Uh, so, okay. So, what is the cutoff of when they had to have fought at uh, at the featherweight? Twenty seventeen. So, if you have a, if fuck. You have, I was about to say, if you have a pick, <laughs> if you have a pick, I can confirm or deny whether he's eligible. No, you. I looked it up. You looked it up. Um, UFC on Fox Twenty One um, is the last guy. The, the last time this guy fought on featherweight, got choked out by Anthony Pettis. Oh, <laughs> August twenty seventh, twenty sixteen. Yeah, 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 I thought yeah. it'd sneak. <laughs> thought it'd sneak that one. He in. he was. Um, uh, to be honest, he was the crux of the of this because I felt like he, I felt like he has fought in too long at lightweight to, and that's why I was like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. twenty seventeen cut off. Cut off. Yeah, that would have been that would have been no fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's go with. Um, oh man, okay, I have I have an idea. I have an idea. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, a guy who. No, I'm not gonna go with that guy. I'm going with Korean Zombie. I want to sell some tickets. 
and uh, get some pay-per-view, get some t- people watching on TV and uh, maybe even sell some tickets in, in uh, Asia when we can tour there. Okay. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> That's a great pick. That is a great pick, and I wasn't sure if he was going to go second. Uh, this is my next pick. Uh, this is somebody who, you know, whenever I was trying to think of Volkanovski, I was debating between the two, and I was hoping you wouldn't take him next, but I got to go with him. A.J. McKee. I think he's going to be the best referee ah, in the world. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 thought, I thought he'd fall to three. I really did. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I, was, I, I, I was debating him on number on number one because I was worried you were going to take him second. So that's so I, I took the risk. I took the risk, but he fit. Yeah, you know what? I just I yeah, I just don't I just don't think like he's there yet. And you know, if we're talking about right now, um, I'm not sure how he's going to do in UFC. So I'm uh, that's why I didn't want to get pick him this high. And but you know what? You left me open for the guy that I was looking at for my last pick. Yeah. Uh, so I was between two guys, and I picked the zombie. And then I was figured you'd pick him, but you didn't. So uh, Brian Ortega. Okay. T City. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great pick. Great pick. Great pick. Uh. <laughs> My next one, I mean, he's probably an obvious choice here, and and I'm going to go obvious. Yair Rodriguez, exciting fighter, you know, you know, going to going to bring you great fights every time out, and all that. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's a great pick. Um, okay, so I'm going to go with a future future star here because uh, I've been doing that with a lot of my picks. Bryce Mitchell. <laughs> That that's a off, great off that, the board. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. I, you know, in fantasy land, in a real world land, I think he's gonna he's gonna be just like one of these like cult kind of guys yeah. just because of his like pre- a you know, like, like a Sean O'Malley. Uh, I'm thinking more like a Matt Brown kind of you know some guy. Oh okay, but, uh, okay. But yeah, okay. some some guy that just you know he he's just got like this. Just, just this cult thing about him. like Sean O'Malley. I feel like is more of a, you know, he's more like mainstream. mainstream, you know, kind of. I mean, I'm not saying he's Connor, but like comparable to Connor. Whereas Bryce Mitchell th- seems to have this like, it's like a certain level or something. I don't know what how to say how to put it right, but like you know, Matt Brown, Matt Brown, because we remember Matt Brown in 2014. You know, when he was headlining shows, like he had just this huge following of people, people you know who wanted to see him every time. So I think Bryce Mitchell's on that level. So, all right, uh, my next pick. Well, he currently fights at 135, but he's fought at 145 since 27. You know, you know since 2017. He's the greatest featherweight of all time. I'm bringing Jose Aldo back up to 145. Yeah, great pick, great pick. I I thought I might he might fall a little lower, and that's why I didn't pick him. Um, okay, how many are we at now? We're at four each. That's four each. Okay, all right. Uh, you know what? I want some exciting fights, and uh, I want a future possible champion, and I want the guy that's headlining the next show, Jiga. Jiga Chikadze. Yeah, great pick. Great pick. Great pick. Yes, it is. For my next one, I, I'm i going to a guy who right now, we don't really know what's going on with him. But when he was around, he was arguably going to be the next featherweight champion. I think if he comes back, he can still be a future featherweight champion. 
I'm going Zabit Magomed Shapirov. Oh, forgot about him. Very easy. Very yeah, easy. that's a good pick. I actually forgot about him until I was like scrolling down the list. I was like, yeah, like, I remembered him whenever I was coming up with this idea. And then all of a, all of a sudden when we kind of got into it, I was just like, oh, you know, forgot for a moment. Uh, okay, so that's five each, right? Yes. So we got three left? Yes, we got three left. Okay. All right. Who who do I want? Who do I think you won't pick? Okay. You know what? I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to stop you from making a fight that everybody wants to see again, which is actually not true. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Patricio Pitbull. Yeah, it's a good pick. I was thinking yeah. he was he was on my short list for for some of my final picks. Uh, me, I want I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for a young talent here who's currently undefeated as has a lot of a lot of potential is you know is fighting another undefeated fighter here in a couple week couple weeks uh Elia Tapuria talked a lot of mm. talked a lot about him on this show both of us have both of us have as one of our you know future guys to watch and yeah just you know sure so we got two left i suppose i could just pick the guy he's fighting and and go with Mobstar Evloev but i'm not going to do that um i uh I'm going to go international. Uh, we've got two picks off, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Oh, you know what? There's two guys here. Oh, man. I'm trying to pick between two, and I think you will you might take one of them, but I don't think you'll take the other one. Um, hmm. You know, who's got more KO? Yeah, fuck it. Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was definitely there for me. There for me. I can't believe he's still there. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my next pick, I'm going with a, another guy who's a bona fide main eventer. Also, always st- seems to be in fights of the year and has crazy moments. And I'm building up, you know, I'm building up a roster where a featherweight roster where I want exciting fights. Edson Barboza. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I. uh I didn't, uh, I, I looked at him and I just, I don't know. I just think this is such a stacked division. That, it is, uh, I yeah. don't know. So, okay. This is my last pick. Um, and I'm going with a guy that's currently fighting at lightweight, but he did fight at featherweight in 2017. I go, I looked it up and you can confirm it if you want. It wasn't in UFC at the time, but he did fight at featherweight. Uh, he's only fought once in UFC, but I'm building my future. And this is a guy who I'm super high on. Anybody that's watched this knows. And it's Patty Pimblett. Yep. Yeah, that's my last pick at featherweight, even though I might put him on the card at lightweight. <laughs> but you just I don't know if he wants to cut to 145 anymore. You just reminded me I forgot about Ian Gary at welterweight, but that's the that's the drawback of cutting from 10 to 8 <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Yeah, well, and there was another name on here that's similar to uh, to um, to Patty, and I was saving Patty for my eighth pick, yeah. and I almost picked the guy with my seventh pick, who you might pick next. Uh, you, you, you can say who it is. I've already got my eighth pick. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, I was looking at Arnold Allen. Oh, yeah. um, so that was who I was trying to choose one for my last, my second last pick. Oh, yeah. It was, was either Emmett or Arnold Allen. I was thinking of Arnold, Arnold Allen, but I'm going, but I'm going with. Uh, Guy main event in our next UFC, you know, against the guy you picked, uh, Calvin Cater. 
which uh, yeah, yeah which is point. funny. I remember when Calvin Cater was coming, and we'll talk more about this when we preview the show next week. But I just remember when Calvin Cater was coming into the UFC, and he had just his reputation of being, uh, you know, on the regency, a guy who goes to the decision. If you see his early career, he's got a lot of decisions, but he's been anything but a decision machine in the UFC. He had a lot of has had a lot of exciting fights, both. Both, you know, on the winning end and on the losing end, but uh, he's uh, he's a solid. He's a guy who's going to give you great fights every time out. So, yeah. So all right. So all right. Going, so go over the list again. Going over featherweights, Paul has selected Max Holloway, the Korean Zombie Chan Sung Jung, Brian Ortega, Bryce Mitchell, Giga Chikadze, Patricio Pitbull, Josh Emmett, and Patty Pimblett. I have selected Alexander Volkanovsky, AJ McKee, Yair Rodriguez, Jose Aldo, Zabit Magomed Shapirov, Ilya Tapuria, Edson Barboza, and Calvin Cater. It's a pretty, those are both right. two pretty solid team, you know, solid rosters right there. Oh, yeah. So. So just go looking at a list here. These are according to uh, the rankings at fightmatrix.com. The, the top names we didn't go with were uh, Dan Ige. Um, you know who? Uh, you know, as I you know, I, I I thought about him for a couple of different picks. Uh, name outside the UFC that you know a lot of people aren't going to be familiar with: Megamed Rasul Kazbulev. Uh, he's ranked, ranked number twelve in the world on uh, Fight Matrix. Uh, Arnold Allen, who I mentioned, um, a PFL fighter, Mavlid Kabulev. I believe he won their featherweight championship. Yeah. Uh, Cub Swanson, John Lineker from one, Mads Burnell. Uh, from Bellator, Chris Wade. You know, we're we're kind of getting into the weeds here with some of these. Mobstar Evloev is that that's not you picked Tapuria, right? So yeah. Evloev and Tapuria are fighting are fighting in a couple weeks. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see right away whether yeah. or not you made the right pick there. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's fun. So yeah, you publish those on Facebook, and uh, you know, people can let us know what they think of our rankings, and uh, you know, maybe uh, give us some ideas for the next time we do this. Uh, maybe next next week, maybe because we only have a show to preview. We don't have a show to review. Yeah, we, so we might maybe we, we might knock one more next. We week. We might knock out one or two more. You know, this we went a little a little quicker than I thought. I think cutting it down to sure. down to eight allows us more leeway to get yep. through this. So, so and that'll know. still give us a roster. Yeah. of, you know, like a hundred a hundred fighters. You know, even yeah. a little bit more. So that's that that gives us like you know as long as we're not running every weekend yeah. and we're we gonna can, we can oh, do yeah, like gonna, three we're, four. we're running we're running six shows a year. <laughs> There you go. There you no, go. No, twelve paper, twelve pay per views a year. We'll put it. We'll be more. We're we're like two thousand. We're yeah. We're like two thousand five UFC. Yeah. Um. Okay. So uh, yeah. So we got to talk about. Um. I and you know what? I think it's obvious. Um. You know, you got here. Nothing happened this week. But then you 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 made a suggestion. And said maybe. But I think this is what everybody wants us to talk about. Um. So usually I ask you, but you know I'll just say it. Go ahead. Didn't yeah. Actually, really decide. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we got to talk about Dana White and Jake Paul. For sure, for, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of funny, you know. Slow news, slow news week, but we still get you know a little Dana action and then Jake Paul in it. So, so yeah, you can go ahead and lead lead this off. You know, I'll let you, okay, sure. I'll let so, you run with I mean, it. I yeah. Well, I saw you know somebody we're both you know good friends with um, suggest that Jake Paul did more for UFC fighters with one tweet than you know Dana White's done forever, which. You know, quite frankly, no disrespect. I don't know if he's listening, but that's kind of BS because Jake, Jake Paul knows that you know Dana White's not going to do any of this stuff. It's real easy to sit on you know on your pile of money that you made from bullshit fights that you've been doing with Tyron Woodley, um, and you know 
claim that, oh, you know, if I, uh, so for those that don't know, um, you know, Jake Paul basically said, if you agree to give the fighters 50% of the revenue and to make the minimum pay 50 grand. And, you know, I think there's a few other things, but that was the main thing. And he said, and then I'll, I'll get steroid tested for two years. If you get cocaine tested for five or something, Ten years. and he said, and if you agree to all that 10 years, okay. And if you agree to all that, I will retire from boxing and I will sign a one fight UFC contract against anybody on your roster. Well, he's specific- essentially what he said. He specifically mentioned Jorge Masvidal, but Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know he's been calling out Masvidal, yeah. but I mean, you know, that's complete bullshit because none of that's ever happening. No. Um, and Dana White, and and then tell us how Dana White responded to that because I don't. Uh, uh, I watched it and I can't remember exactly what he what he said, but he was just he was doing more grandstanding and and more of it was uh talking about not necessarily Jake Paul, but Nikisha, however you say it is, Jake Paul's business manager who used to be. He used oh. to be an executive with uh, UFC. He, he uh, and then went later went to Fertitta Capital, and uh, didn't necessarily have the most most uh, let's just say most pleasant exit with every with everything. Yeah. I think they didn't wish him well in his future endeavors. Yeah, yeah. There might have been some lawsuits or something that went in. I don't really remember the whole story. Whole story. It's you know, it's one of the. Is what I saw an interesting. Th- <laughs> I saw an interesting thing, and I'll make a comparison. Like, like the, I saw a picture. It was it was a it was an iceberg, but it was called a NASCAR iceberg, and it was split into like four levels of like this is what this is stuff that's that's you know kind of like well known, and then like on the bottom level of the iceberg is stuff that's like swept under the rug that that stories you know that nobody wants to talk about. And this Nakisha thing would probably be in the second or third level. Third level. I mean, I think there was you know incidents with you know UFC executives who people aren't going to know these know these names unless you're super inside inside. But it wasn't necessarily the most great the best uh leave and i think he came in you know was a request from abu dhabi you know to for him you know he kind of bought in there but anyway but a lot of it a lot of dana's reaction was towards nikisha who he called i forget the exact <laughs> i forget the exact word he called him but it wasn't re- it wasn't a very nice word but it wasn't you know so so oh, but, uh, shocking from Dana. So uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know Dana gets these nicknames for people. So so, but yeah, uh, you know, it's all grandstanding between the two. We know, we know that you know Dana doesn't decide on necessarily on this fighter pay. He's given a budget. It's a you know those guys. Yeah, there's people above him who make those des- those decisions. Dana himself ain't gonna. Ain't gonna change it. He he has no incentive to change it. But I mean, it's not at the end of the day. It's not a hundred percent his call. It's you know you know it's certain percentages his call. But you know, and then we know Jake Paul ain't you know he 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 ain't gonna follow through with any of his stuff. So it's just a bunch of well, bun- it's like just a big he also knows he's not gonna have to yeah he knows like because yeah. there's no chance ufc i mean no UFC has no incentive we talk about oh, this a million yeah. times like they have no incentive to pay their fighters 50 yeah. percent. i mean if they do a union then yeah maybe but i mean if they do a union then dana's probably just lock them out um and you know it's, he can he can fill out these cards with you know and i'm sure espn doesn't really care as long as yeah. they get their fights yeah 
Yeah, so, I mean, so yeah, it's just, and I mean, and it's Jake, Jake trying to keep his name, you know, keep his name out there because, because this Tyron Woodley last pay per view mm-hmm. bombed badly, bombed, bombed yeah. badly. I mean, I, the word the word is that it was only like sixty five thousand thousand minus you know minus the streaming. I have heard if you wow. throw in the streaming, it may be lucky to have done a hundred thousand. So. Wow. So, I mean, it's just. It's- I, I I will say that I do think I do think Jake Paul will at some point in his life fight in UFC, but I don't do think you? it's happening anytime I, soon. I don't, yeah, I do. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see it. A, I don't see it ever happening. And I think you know the novelty of Jake Paul boxing has as I, I feel officially, you know, is officially over, and he's only gone. There's only going to be. He's he's got a the only chance he has of drawing anything anything anymore is if he gets the Masvidal, all the Diaz or the Connor, you know the big UFC star. Yeah, I mean that's why that's okay. why he's making these challenges because because he wants a because he's making these challenges because he wants he wants Masvidal and the only way he's gonna get Masvidal is if Dana agrees to it and Dana's not gonna agree to it so he's starting yeah, to this whole all yeah. this grandstanding so. Well, yeah, and that would be, I mean, he's not going to get him in a boxing match, but I mean, I'm sure Dana would have no problem booking that in a UFC octagon, Um, but Jake Paul knows better than that. Um, The thing is, like, I think UFC would take him. It's just a matter of whether or not Jake Paul would, would, you know, be willing to fight. I mean, they booked CM Punk, so I mean, there's, there's no reason you wouldn't book Jake Paul. It's whether or not Jake Paul, he'd have to probably have lost in boxing. Uh, you know, to be to be willing to do UFC, so we'll see. I'm, I'm not predicting it for like this yeah, year or anything. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, he's a young guy, and at some point they're going to want to draw. So, yeah, I so, yeah, we'll I'll see. say I'll say this with 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 that. You think with you thinking that I don't think they will ever do any business with him as long as the Nikisha is with him as his okay. as his manager. I don't there. I don't think there's there's any way. That ever happens now. If he changes that, you know, maybe it's something, something. But uh, I mean, because at least with like CM, yeah, they did the CM Punk novelty, but they knew they knew Punk and they they liked him very much, and they knew it was a passion thing, passion thing for him. So you know, when you're friend, when you're friends with you know the right people, right people with you know as Punk as Punk was, you know, friends with all that, and then, and he's really a nice guy when you break it down to it. I don't, you know, I didn't see anything wrong with him given given that, and they, and they capitalized on it for at least one paper one pay per view. So uh, just, but uh, yeah, Jake. Maybe if they, um, Jake's maybe if he, maybe if he hires Joshua Fabia as his manager, they be willing to do this. <laughs> Is that my? <laughs> I don't. That's a lateral move, as far as like you know, you know. <laughs> hey, I popped you. That's all. That was all I was trying to do there. Yeah. I was trying um, to forget that name. Damn it, Paul. I know. I I had forgot. I had to Google it. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah. So um. Yeah. That yeah. So that's that's the uh, Josh White. Dan. Josh White. Jo- Jake Paul. <laughs> what the fuck? Jake Paul. Dana White. Um. Thing. Where am I getting Josh from? Um. Just you thinking you back said Joshua Fabian. Awesome. Josh Emmett. Yeah. 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 And I'm thinking of yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. What's his brother's name? Logan. Logan, Logan Paul. Yeah. Jack. Jake and Logan. Um. Okay. So uh. Yeah. A little bit of news. We got some fight announcements this week. Not nothing to rock your world or anything. But uh, uh, what do we got? First thing I want to say is a uh, UFC two seventy three. Uh, yeah, that's I think that yeah. That. I'm trying to remember numbers. That's April, 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 yeah, April 9th, uh, Brooklyn, New York. 
going back going oh, back to Brooklyn. So it's uh gonna be a big show then. Probably so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what they have planned. If you were to ask me, ask me, it kind of seems like a perfect spot for Oliver Gaethje. Though it might be a little okay. Though it might be a little quick, you know, f- you know, because Oliver just fought in December. But uh, you know, if 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 I'm booking, I go. If it's me booking booking this, I go Oliver Gaethje and then uh, Rose and Carla as co-main. That's just me. You okay, know? yeah, that's that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything better. Yeah, um, so. I, I had. Uh, and uh, you know, if you want to save Connor for July, if he comes back, um, you know, I, I assume he will. But July would be the best place for him. Yeah. And I don't see. I don't. Yeah, July. July, I think, is what Connor's targeting, and and he. It doesn't make sense to him fighting anywhere but Vegas or Madison Square Garden. Vegas, Because I, yeah. I still think. Who's who? Do you think he's gonna fight? I brought a. Uh, if you read my column, I brought up. You know, I was talking about dream matches like we Ferguson, talked about last yeah. week. I brought up Tony Ferguson. I, you know, that's. Yeah. You know, that's a that would be. Uh, you know, if that was ever gonna ha- if it was ever gonna happen this year, kind of feels like feels like a good time for it. Uh, if you had to ask me, I probably think it's gonna be Nate Diaz, but I don't know for sure. Okay. I I don't see yeah, it. Be- I, I kind of want to see. I kind of want to see him fight Chandler. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see Max Holloway possibly if, if they decide yeah. to not give Max oh. Holloway the featherweight title shot. I mean, there's the, well, uh, he wants that fight. So yeah. I mean, when you say don't give him, I mean, I bet you if you gave him a choice of fighting Volkanovski for the title or Connor, he'd probably take Connor. Yeah, I mean, that's what Dustin Poirier did. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, you you know you avenge a loss potentially, and although it's you know it's a tough fight because Holloway's going to be putting on weight, maybe he loses a little speed um, because you know they they're not fighting a featherweight. Um, you know, it's going to be welterweight, or I mean, it's going to be lightweight if not welterweight. Yeah. The, um, the, so the I mean, I feel like there's a bunch of options. You can go. You can go Chandler. Yeah. You can go Rafael dos Anjos. You know, you could go, yeah. you know, you Ferguson's could, a good one too, because it's winnable Ferguson. for Connor. Yeah. yeah Ferguson's winnable. The, the thing is like, I don't know if this is a hundred percent, but from what I know, Connor is supposed to be the main event of any show he's on. So you're not going to have a title fight on that. So you have to do, you know, kind of a fight that yes, in theory, you can sell any Connor fight as a main event, but what makes sense, you know, as a he- headliner, that's why I think, you know, maybe Dos Anjos would be bottom of the list. Ferguson might be mid-tier. But Hollow- I think Holloway Diaz. Diaz would be – I mean, Diaz would be top, 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 top. But I, I think, think Chandler – I think Chandler would be right below that, right I think, below Holloway and Diaz. I think if though. you were talking – if you were talking top five out of the five, five we kind of brought up, I'd probably say Diaz, Holloway, Chandler, Ferguson, Dos Anjos, in that order. Yeah. Power rankings from one to five. Yeah. One to I'd five. Agree. But, uh, Completely agree with yeah, that. So, Completely agree with that. So, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. But uh, as far as like Brooklyn, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're going to load up that card because when they were supposed to go there, you know, uh, that was the that was the show that you know the last the pay per view that got ruined by COVID, COVID, and we were supposed to have mm-hmm. Habib and Ferguson, Ferguson, and it right. was finally going right. to happen. And but that card in general was actually really stacked. So I think they're going to want to make it up to Brooklyn, even though, even though theoretically it's the same market as Madison Square Garden. Even though everybody wants to say, "Oh, Manhattan and Brooklyn are are different," I've 
I've been in New York. It's a 30 minute, 30, 45 minute yeah. subway, subway ride. You know, you're getting the, you're getting the same crowd. It's the same you're, market. You're, you're drawing from yeah. the same, same group of people, people for that. And you'll get shows. the same travelers. Like if yeah. people are going to travel, they'll travel. And, if and not, you know, not, it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. And, and we got a fight for that, for that card announced. Uh, uh, we do. Yeah. Not, not a headliner or anything. Yeah, not a headline, <laughs> headliner. Uh, Aspen lad, you're going to try Bantamweight again. You know, find Irene Aldana. So that, you know. All right. Uh, we got a big one um, on a UFC 272, two, a potential title eliminator, especially for one one of these. Uh, Marina Rodriguez against Jan Zionen. That's a, yeah, Marina coming off the big win over, um, yeah. was it Michelle Watterson? Uh, uh, Mackenzie Dern last. Oh, Mackenzie Dern. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's the fight that we were curious about why they made it. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, I think we were expecting Dern yeah. to win. She, she did fight. She did fight Watterson before that. But uh, yeah. Right. So. Yeah. So. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another, not much else. Eh? Got a heavyweight fight on February 19th. Ilir Latifi against Alexander Romanov. And a light heavyweight fight February 26th. Ryan Spann against Yacht. Jan Kutalaba, and there was a couple fights that aren't, my, aren't in my column because my because I do the fight announcements through Sunday, but uh, a few fights, a couple fights uh, announced today, uh, also on that February nineteenth card. You got Johnny Walker against Jamal Hill. That's a that's a mm. great fight at a light heavyweight. Uh, there's no main light event for that. There's, I mean, we're talking February nineteenth. That's coming up soon. There's still no main event for that card. Uh, there was talk of it trying to be Rafael Dos Anjos against Tony Ferguson or Rafael Dos Anjos against Rafael Fiziev. Now, those are possibilities. Okay. But, Battle I mean, of the Rafaels. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I can't say this for sure. It kind of seemed like they were talking, they were targeting a Dos Anjos headliner for that for that show. But okay. It might not happen. Who knows? And that, of course. Might not happen. Who knows? That, of course, is at the apex. That's, so we're at the apex until uh, mid March, at least, right? Until the supposed London show, which, as far as I know, is still on. Still on. So, yeah. Is that March 12th or 19th? 19th. March oh nineteenth okay yeah March twelfth March twelfth is supposed to be the last show for uh, it's can't say last show last show it's the yeah, last yeah, yeah. planned show through March you know so and then there yeah I guess I guess we kind of will probably have a better idea in about a month or so what you know Omicron's looking like yeah, and yeah. whether or not they're going to be able to tour and I guess they probably don't really care about that but it's more along the lines of whether or not they think they're going to sell tickets. Yeah. Um, and you know, it seems to me, I mean, I know what it's like up here and everything, you know, we're pretty much back in the lockdown, but, um, down there it's, you know, business as usual. Yeah. <laughs> it is don't get vaxxed. Don't get vaxxed. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, it is business as usual. If, if, if you follow the trends of on Om, Om, Omicron as South Africa yeah. did, Af, Africa did about a month to six weeks after, yeah. after the first cases it started dying down well i mean so i mean who knows it's just so everyone's just going nuts up here it's just so it's like it's yeah it's crazy like we're yeah we're we're holding hockey games with no fans and i mean in there you know some provinces are closing restaurants again like it's it's crazy yeah i mean uh you know we'll see i i I think 
I don't think you can do that in the U.S. anymore. Uh, it's, I think we're too far. <laughs> like I said, I think we're too far I, gone. I, I think this country is too far gone for that. So yeah, I'm I'm amazed they're even they're even doing it. But you know, people are taking it. We're Canadians, you know. It's like yeah, they're much nicer. <laughs> they're much nicer and more civil. Yeah, and yeah. You but you know, it's some people. Some people are pissed. I, I will tell you that. Yeah. Some people are very yeah. pissed right now. Yeah. So but, I, I, if my, if if they close schools, uh, we're gonna be pissed yeah. because, uh, yeah, we don't want to do the online thing anymore. Yeah. Um, although yeah. my daughter probably is is gonna be uh, exempt from that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I know a, a lot of people. Be really it's, upset. it's a tough situation. I'm out in the public. I'm out in the public every day, and and you know, and I, I drive by drive-through testing sites, and ever since, you know, I didn't go out much week of Christmas. It was really, it's really this past week where I started going out more, more just because. I live in a big city. Week of Christmas, traffic is a nightmare. So I'd stayed home pretty much the entire week of Christmas. Yeah. But I've been been out the last week, and all the drive-through testing sites I see are constantly packed packed oh, you know so we had uh the day the day that um i took emily out uh it was last monday so a week ago today um we it was so two days after christmas i think um we went to breakfast at this place i really like on the other side of town because we had to we had to be out of the house for a few hours and it kill some time so um when i came out of there I turn on to the uh, the major thoroughfare in our city that gets us from one end of the city to the other, and there's a cop car, you know, parked in the turning lane to get onto this road. So we had to go from the second lane, and then I look and there's just nonstop cars, and I'm like, what the hell are they? Like, what are all these cars doing here? And then like when we get like I went four long city blocks and then we got to the end and and it was a it was a drive-through testing site like that's how long it was and then this line looked like it would have taken you two three hours to get through this line um you know i i just crazy like for me like if i if i had symptoms at that point i'm just staying home yeah. like, you know get a rapid testing kit if i'm positive all right i'll just stay home for a while ride this thing out and just don't leave my house you know i'm not going to i'm not spending three hours in line at a to get tested like that's just me yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah anyways that's our covid rant yeah. um yeah so i don't know i, I don't you got anything else you want to talk about before we book yeah this? i don't know i mean I don't, I don't think so yeah this is one of the more quiet mma news weeks that yeah. i can remember a long time and this upcoming week when i was looking at the schedule there's nothing going on this week so it does kind of feel no. real, it does kind of feel nice nice a little a little bit just just you know kind of sometimes it's gonna get busy sometimes yeah. you need a, you need a break from stuff but then then we're gonna be busy the rest of the year and it, to me for me personally somebody who's so into fighting like it gives me a chance to recharge my batteries especially after we get all these yeah. all these you know constant week after week after week after week I'm like I'm you know I'm getting I'm getting the point I'm enjoying that I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to miss it. So I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting close to that too. I kind of, the one I really, really want to see, and I think it's happening before the pay-per-view is that Eagle FC card. Um, I, I still don't know how I'm going to watch it, but um, the, um, yeah, I, I guess that, it lost Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, I want to call that a loss. <laughs> No, no, but I mean, Bigfoot was supposed to fight, and he's not fighting. It's Sergey Karatinov yeah. stepping in for him, and then the Kevin Lee Diego Sanchez fight that was rumored is not happening either. What? I haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah, it's not on the card. It's it's on March. It was just it's a in rumor, March. apparently. 
his march that they oh so it's just not on the next card yeah okay, there's march gotcha, that they announced gotcha. for you and that one's a uh, january okay. that so, was january 28th january 28th is the eagle so we still got a couple oh so it's after the pay-per-view okay yeah, yeah that one has uh hen and Burrell fighting on it john howard um uh, uh tyron spong in the main event yeah uh, uh rashad evans in like nine years rashad yeah evans. sugar yeah 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 ray so, yeah borg. that's that's the one i'm looking forward to ray borg yeah, yeah ray borg yeah, Ray so. Borg against Cody Gibson, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I don't have the card in front of me, and I remember this. I, I couldn't tell you what's on the next UFC card. I know that card off the top of my head, <laughs> like, yeah. I, and I don't have it in front of me. Like I that's could, how pumped I am for that. I, I can tell you what's UFC on. Card. I can tell you what's on the next UFC card because I've been working on my previews for for the yeah. Next I know. I just shows. all I know is the main event. So. All I know is the main event, but I know that 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 Eagle FC card is six fight deep, and I can tell you at least one fight on. One of the fighters and probably the whole card off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, there's a Russian guy fighting uh, uh, on the. He's got like Megamedov in his last name, and he's he's like nine and zero, oh and he's fighting uh, somebody. Uh, that's the yeah. other, only other fight we didn't mention. Like yeah. I know the whole card. That's how pumped I yeah. am for that one. So, if uh, I, I might have I, to talk about that yeah. one that week. Yeah, we, we, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like Eagle FC is going to be be a big deal and. and you know, it's like we talked about. It's a, it's a home for former UFC guys and future UFC guys. I hope anybody, yeah. I hope everybody goes into it with that mentality of like, of like, you know, you know. I, I know some some people try to argue me. They're like, well, Habib has all all this money and blah 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 from the Middle East. I go, I go like. Guys, he's not trying to compete with the UFC. He's not trying to compete with Dana. No. Dana. He knows Endeavor. He knows that the UFC is worth ten to twelve billion dollars. He's not trying. He's not trying to compete with that. He's just trying to put on, put on a, a promotion of fights, you know, and make some make some money and have some success doing doing that. Because who know who knows what could happen in the in the future if he's good at it and if he's a good promote promoter. I mean, Dana's not going to be around forever, you know. So maybe nope. maybe you know he translates he you know parlays it into the job with i think the short term i think short term this thing exists for him to kind of get eyes on some of his own fighters yeah and get them into the ufc exactly. yeah yeah and then long term yeah maybe you know he's promoting like yeah. in, in ufc so yeah. maybe like you know he either takes over dana's job or uh shelby you know either shelby or or mcmaynard if they leave could, you know he could come in I to could, do that i can see a few uh post dana future where where it's not necessarily one person, but several, like former fighters being like, like the you know the face of the promotion. Yeah. While you know guys like DC, like, well you know Daniel Cormier, Habib, Habib, guys who are well spoke, well spoken. Alan Joban, Joban would be a great, great spot for that. Uh, great spot for that. Not not necessarily. Actually, you know you know. Go ahead. You know who would be great if yeah. especially if Dana's gone yeah. is uh, GSP. GSP. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, especially for like, Canada. Yeah, kind of like you know, use a couple guys, the ambassadors. I've always thought DC was probably the best, best yeah. choice, best choice. But I mean, you know, other smart guy, smart guys, you can always do. You know, Anthony Smith would also be a good one. So you know, just you know, kinda, Bisping, Bisping would probably yeah. be more like Dana. Yeah, but yeah, so so, but Habib also would be be a, you know would be a good good one. You know, there's there's lots of ways you can yeah. go. You don't necessarily need one one figurehead. You know, guys out there promoting in while you know the Sean Shelby's, McMainers, Hunter Campbell's, all these guys, you know, work in the background. So it's kind of like now, you know. But uh, all right, cool. 
All right. So that that's going to wrap her up. Um, so yeah, if you're listening, make sure you've subscribed, leave us a nice review. If you're on Apple or Spotify, helps us out, gets more visibility to the thing. Um, you know, if we can get a certain amount of subscribers, you know, it, it helps us, you know, helps pay for all this, you know, so that you can keep getting it for free and you don't have to listen to ads and stuff. So, um, so yeah, so for, uh, for Ryan, I'm Paul and uh, Ryan will take us home as always. Yeah, everybody. I hope you all enjoyed the show. Enjoy your week. Have a great week. Uh, enjoy the football. We'll put. You, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Absolutely. Later. <laughs>